So I had a show in Montreal last night. That's so bougie of you to start off like oh, that. Oh, well, hold on a second, Ryan. So I drove, I need to now understand that I hate doing things on Sundays. Like I hate having any obligations on Sunday. This is probably why I don't go to church anymore. <laughs> That's the only reason. And so like, as soon as I signed up to do this competition, I was like, ugh, I don't want to do it. This is going to be a disaster. And then two other comedians were like, I'll drive with you. It'll be great. Whatever. So I was like, fine, I'll do it. It was like pulling teeth getting into that car. Mm. 5 p.m. We drive. It takes two and a half hours to get there. I don't mm -hmm. know these two people well. They're very lovely. But I was like, I don't know you that well. I'm kind of awkward and stressed by this. Yeah. We get there. Not a single audience member shows up. And the competition is by audience vote. Ooh. And so they canceled the show. And I have to turn around no. and drive back. It was the worst. I like that you said... I had, had, a, show. I had I a show in Montreal. I did have a show in Montreal. I did not say I performed in Montreal. You see the unique difference? Sure, yeah. That's it was just that subtle difference. <laughs> it was borderline my show in Montreal. I was headlining this show last night. Yeah. No, it was just, and I tried, they were so kind about it, and I was just so irritated. And I, you know, when you're like cramped in a car and you don't want to be there and you're just like all wound up and then they're like, by the way, it's canceled. I almost lost it on them. So the Montreal stand up scene is, is good. No, yes. Vibrant. It makes no sense. But people are like, oh, my goodness. My French partying lifestyle. Not on Sundays. Not though. on Sunday. Get to bed. Not. And they were like, they were trying to make us feel better, I think. And they're like, yeah, this is so weird. Last week was packed to capacity. And I was like, that does not help. Yeah. And then they the offered us $40, which we didn't take. We should have taken. Oh, you should have taken. I know. Yeah. Amateur move. So I ate a happy meal. Okay, let's start the show. <laughs> Back in the studio. It feels good. I walked in here and I, it's like going to your back to school after the summer vacation. You're like, I feel like I've matured. I've grown. I'm coming back. I thought you were going to say it felt like coming home. So I could have sang that like, it feels like home. No, it didn't feel me. like home. It felt like, feels like home going from grade to one to grade two. Feels like. I don't know this song. You don't know that song by Chantal Kravkashik. <laughs> My dad dated her mom or really? something and yeah. you don't know her song i feel it feels like home i don't know you clearly didn't watch dawson's creek it was on like every second episode sorry no back to the studio can we rewind <laughs> for a second and do our intro sorry it's a little yeah. sloppy yeah hi i'm christina i don't know if i'm ready to commit to that this season <laughs> you weren't ready last <laughs> season either so this does not surprise me i did me. it at the live show you that's what you get and it just makes the whole thing like a little bit more polished. JP, do you think it makes it seem more professional if we do an intro? He says, sure, <laughs> he does. Also, what if someone's just tuning in for the first time and they don't know who we are? They don't know what this podcast is about. They don't even know the name of the podcast. They it's picked up a phone partners. off the ground. It was already playing on the phone. They just put the headphones <laughs> Look in at the and phone. they're like, Look what the is this? No one said what it was called off the top. Yeah, I'm sure they're just like, Look at the phone. Hi, this is uh, a podcast. Thank you. Uh, return the phone when you can, but first finish this podcast and subscribe on your own device. This is a podcast about comedy. Uh, relationships. God. <laughs> improv. <laughs> Just like life broadly. You seem very frustrated. Did you have fun at the live show? Oh my gosh. It was very fun. I, I mean, the audience bullied me. Yeah. Um, you deserved it for bullying I, me. Okay. Can we, I mean, for folks who listened to that episode and or were there. All of them. All of them. <laughs> um, I would like you to write in. You Our email is scenepartnerspodcast at gmail.com. I think. And uh, just you you give me your take if that letter he got from the actress from Lost is real or not. And just to be clear, once again, that it was written on the back of a headshot. And she looked fine. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure she I meant, did. Sorry, I didn't mean she looked fine. She looked fine. Like, that's what I meant. Fine. Is there a difference? <laughs> yeah. Um, Okay, this is our first kind of like real episode of the second season. This I, is a, 
I mean, sorry, it's like this episode two. But this but is like in the, the studio, yeah. back to it. If you can't tell, we're a little rusty. We're a little rusty. But it was such a fun um, first season that we're just like, what the hell? Let's do it again. Let's do it. I, You did phrase it oddly to me <laughs> when, like, right when we were wrapping up the first season, you're like, Christina, we should get together and, like, talk about the future of the podcast and, like, what we think we should be doing if we should continue. And I don't I don't know if you worded it like that, but it really sounded like you were going to break up with me. Yeah. I just kept thinking to myself, Ryan, why would you sign up for this? This is stupid. And I, But then <laughs> it was so fun. I'm really glad we did it. So, like, probably my self-doubt crept in at the end of season one. I was like, I should just break up with her. Yeah, that's what it felt like. It wasn't <laughs> like you're breaking up with the podcast. It was also like... Christina, I don't like you, and that's kind of that. Um, but I'm, I'm glad I we think, got past that. Yeah, we did, and I had such a, I had such a good summer. That okay, good. I feel cool, cool, recharged cool. and ready to go. Not bragging or anything. No, I am bragging. Okay, tell me more about your summer because you talked a bit about it I on have, the live show. You met Blake Lively. You're tight now. Yeah, we're tight. Whatever. Um, did you get like a beach bod? Like, how you feeling? Okay. That's a weird question. I would like to point out. No, never mind. No, it's not weird. It's fine. I look great. <laughs> Tell me about Actually, your Actually, I've beach. lost it a bit. <laughs> okay. I was like, I'm 32. And yeah. I realized, Ryan, if you don't get your beach body now, it's not like it's going to be you gonna easier when you're Can 37. Can I just actually start? Before we start, anybody's a beach body. You put on <sighs> a bathing suit. Yeah. That's your beach body. Let's continue. She would have felt very guilty if she didn't say that. I really would because that's yeah. true. Okay. So sorry, then keep going. I was like, Ryan, this is, the I just taught something to someone who stole an iPhone off the ground and is now <laughs> listening to our podcast. They're a little bit more progressive. I was like, Ryan, you need to work out. You need to get in shape. This I is know your time. You posted. <laughs> a store. And again, I would have said this on the live show, but apparently I'm a bully yeah. because it's not okay to judge someone, apparently, if they post on their Insta story a live feed of their spin instructor teaching the spin class. You clearly are not spinning hard enough if you have the energy to hold up your phone and hit play. Sorry, but you're and, doing so great. Anyway. I'm so proud of you. <laughs> Keep going. And so then I was like, I'm going to work out. And we had this vacation. We went to a beach in Portugal. I I don't need to go into that. It's beautiful. A beach in Portugal in Our uh, lives are so hard. early July. Mm-hmm. And there's this one scene. Do you remember the James Bond movie with Daniel Craig? The first one where he's wearing like very small shorts coming out of the ocean? <laughs> yeah, of course. Casino Royale. Yes. I have something to say about James Bond later. Sure. We'll get there. Uh, Sorry. And the, and so this is in my head of like, well, that guy's in great shape. He's probably 37 or whatever age he was at that time of that filming. Probably yeah. older. And he's walking out of the ocean and he looks so good. And then Sarah started taking pictures of me as I was walking out of the ocean in Portugal. And? And I looked through them later and I was like, I look like James fucking Bond. Oh, this I is not where I thought that story was going at all. I thought you were going to be like, and then I realized I'm going to like start working out. And I, I had like this, a, I had been working out. This was me. I. Why haven't you posted a little Insta Insta post? I with my body. Yeah. No. No. <laughs> I would be too not ready for that. I'm so happy for you. If I do, can you comment on it and write body goals or something? No, I would have totally as a friend, except uh. that you refuse to like half of my photos and then comment on them. I refuse to <laughs> like this. So no, mm. I will not pay you forward. Okay. I uh, am so happy for you. I think that's a really great moment to have. I had the exact opposite experience. <laughs> I went to Brazil this summer with my partner. Your life is hard. My life is so hard. Yeah, we're going to lose listeners <laughs> yeah. on this episode. Be like, oh my God, did I, I tell you about this people. trip? And we went to this little island that I recommend to anyone. It's called Moro de Sao Paulo. Moro de Sao Paulo. <laughs> de Sao Paulo. It's a, a two-hour boat ride off of Salvador, Brazil. And it is just like this, li- there's no vehicles on it. It's just like this little haven. And it's a tourist destination, but tourists from Brazil. So we were the only English-speaking tourists mm-hmm. on the whole island. And... uh it was like walking into an Instagram model's feed, but everyone around me was an Instagram model. And okay. I would say my partner, and tell oh me if goodness. I'm wrong. No, t- he's like a nine in Ottawa standards. Or like, he's like a good looking 
I can't, dude. Yeah, he's a great looking guy. I can say this because he doesn't listen to the <laughs> podcast. He was a three. A three? And I was a negative four. I was literally <laughs> invisible. And there was like women and the bathing suits they wear in Brazil are tiny. And they yes. were just like, they could run and nothing on their body moved. And <laughs> I I wear like a tankini with shorts <laughs> over the bottoms. And the weather in Brazil did nothing for my hair. And I don't want to talk about my bangs, but it did, <laughs> it did part and curl my bangs. So the entire trip, I looked like Weird Al in a tankini and board shorts walking down this beach with like a three yeah. and just surrounded by attractive people. Did it make you feel more confident in your relationship that you could turn to him and be like, yeah, not so hot, hey? It was, I think <laughs> it was hard for him. It was harder for him than me. And I also didn't make it any easier because several points he had to nudge me because I was literally gawking at men, which is so inappropriate. And I feel because so you much were like, shame. I like that body they or... Were the most chiseled because the every form of transportation there is just wheelbarrows and it's on these giant hills. And so it's just these men that are wheelbarrowing everything around and they were just like glistening. It was, uh, it was, you don't seem like the kind of person that would appreciate that. Oh, I didn't think I was. (laughs) And then, and they didn't notice me. If you're wondering, I was, uh, I was not on. I was equivalent to a wheelbarrow. <laughs> they wanted to pick up your legs. No, 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 they didn't. So I guess <laughs> I wish that was the case. Yeah, yeah. Um, but like they, I forget who Pepe is now. Is how I. But Pepe wow. was a connection based off of food. Yeah, his body wasn't as picturesque. <laughs> you guys didn't have a deeper relationship. No. So I had, I'm so happy for you. When I came out of the water oh. more to Sapello, I just claw like crawled on the sand hoping like no one would notice me. Yeah. Huh. It's fine. Huh. Like I tried to get one nice beach picture to pose. How did it go? Nothing. Okay. Like nothing. I can show them to you at some point. They're not good. Yeah. I feel great about myself. <laughs> um, but so one one other thing about like about Portugal is they're like, oh, wine is so cheap there. Yeah. And I was so excited for cheap wine. I just wanted cheap wine so bad. And they have actually not that like it's not like it's a bargain. It's not. Except for if you go into the grocery store yeah. and you find it there. And you could actually get a euro bottle of wine. And is it good? No. Yeah. Okay. It's not good. But I just was so excited to You're see like, really cheap, cheap wine. <laughs> so we were in the grocery store and I just like armfold like this, like two euro wine, these bottles, and we put them in our suitcase. And Sarah and I are very good travelers. Like we rarely fight while we travel. Yeah. We're pretty good. I picture you rarely fighting ever. That's very kind. Especially when I look like James Bond coming out of the ocean. Sure. Like, I just want to, yeah. Sure, sure, sure. Does that, that make you fight more or less? Less, because I look great. Yeah. Anyway. Sorry. <laughs> no, and then we're at the airport, and Ryanair is, like, the cheapest airline. Yeah, like, I've flown in. Like, I have also been to Europe, No, 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 no. sorry, I mean, like, monetary. Oh, my goodness. The orange chairs. <laughs> yeah. But then they're, like, very stingy with, like, your suitcase can't be over this weight. Yeah. And... I had loaded Sarah's suitcase with all these bottles of wine. And then the guy's like, your suitcase is overweight. It's going to be like however much extra. And I was like, no, we're not paying this. So then you're trying to like load it all into other bags or you're trying to put it in a backpack. And and we started like fighting in front of this man and we couldn't get it. And so then I'd weigh it and it'd be too heavy still. And then to weigh it again, it'd be too heavy. And then. Did you just start chugging wine? No. And then he, we started like Sarah and I started bickering. And then he looked at me. He's like, just go. It's fine. Wow. Is that the ticket to look like your relationship's falling and apart? I think I cracked, Why don't my yeah. partner and I get more stuff? And I think I cracked the Ryanair code. Just look like you're on the verge of just a, yelling at each other. They'll be like, just please, please go. Just take it. Yeah. And so we're fine. But the wine was gross. So anyway. Well, there you go, everyone. <laughs> if you're going to buy $2 Euro wine, don't expect quality. No. This is like, we should have an advice like a travel advice. We're to give segment. relationship advice. I know, but I feel like we have so much more to offer, you know? Okay. Like, I think we could give, you know, cooking advice, do it. <laughs> <laughs> no. Travel advice. I could give cheap a, wine, um, cheap quality. How to ma- meet your body goals. 
Yeah. I should like context all this with I don't look good. <laughs> I just think You're I, looking great. I just think Sarah had a really good filter on the pictures that, that she took. That does not change someone's body. It's not like it like I don't know. You maybe looked more tanned in the filter I version. Did, did yeah. she post the pictures? No. But these are your, that's your moment. It's yeah. never going to get better than no, that. No, it's never going to get better. <laughs> than that moment. No, that's it. Yeah. Oh my goodness. I think what inspired me. Sorry, I'm talking so go much. Go for no. it. No, you keep going. You go. That sounded sarcastic and it wasn't. I'm really enjoying this. I think what inspired me. Yeah, great. Didn't I, take much. I started watching this show. It's called Love Island. Okay. It is a British show. You've told me about it off mic. It is the best show. They're bringing it to the States. Do you think okay, the, the States, States are going to ruin, ruin it? it? Yeah. 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 Oh, my goodness. Um, have you heard of the show? A friend was telling me about it the other day. It's also a British TV show on like Channel 4. I think it's called Naked Attraction. I've heard of this. Have you? Okay. You, but I forget. Okay, yeah. JP, have you heard of Naked Attraction? Okay, so apparently I He's haven't seen it yet. He's going to watch it, Oh, my God. I want to watch it so badly. So there's like one woman or one guy and then like 10 uh, like guys behind dividers. Okay. And then they slowly like they'll lift the dividers up so you can see from their penis. They're fully naked. You, you can see, see you their see penis? The penis down. Oh. And then the girl has to cut some people. Oh. <laughs> and apparently it's like they make a lot of assumptions about like they're like, mm, that penis looks shy. So this guy's probably like a oh, shy, timid that. guy. And then they cut or like they'll make judgments on the feet. Like apparently one girl's like, that guy has has rugby feet. I don't want to date a rugby player, not happening. So they cut a certain amount of guys based off of penis down. And then they do like torso and then they cut a couple more guys and then they do faces. But <laughs> I hate that. <laughs> as so. far as I can tell, that's the whole show. But <laughs> what I would like to see is interviews with the like people after they've been cut to be like, are you in fact as shy as your penis suggests yeah. you are? Or are you like an outgoing dude? <laughs> like I want like I what also, is a what does an extroverted penis look like? I don't know. Like I, a shy uh, penis, I think we can all agree, looks like it's probably small, small and hiding. And hiding a little bit, for sure, but that doesn't necessarily mean that the guy's shy, it's just his penis is a little overwhelmed by the situation. I also don't know if I want to see ten penises. Nobody's ever seen a penis and thought, nice. Nice. <laughs> no. Also, so there's uh there's also right a in bunch if of you've vaginas, and I'm just like, I don't want to see 10 vaginas. I don't want to see 10 penises. I don't want to see 10 vaginas. I just don't want, I wouldn't know. Right in if you've ever seen a penis and thought that looks yeah. nice. Mm. Yeah. Um, also, yeah. I just don't know if I could tell 10 penises apart of like <laughs> which one I would want, you know? Hi, mom. But I'm just like. I don't know. Also, if my partner was in that line, I'm pretty sure I could pick out his penis, but 10 penises is a lot. You have that to would be, be able to. Mortifying. Oh if I my. if we went on the show to like make some money, I don't know if there's money involved, but I was like, <laughs> don't worry, babe, I'll totally choose you. And then I was like, that guy's penis looks sad and like a loner. And then I kicked him off. Why do you need to degrade the penis <laughs> before you pick somebody? And it's not like I'm just saying it'd be mortifying if I couldn't pick his penis. It's one thing if it's like, I don't know, abs. No, I'm just making it something. Up. But well, at like, a certain point, it becomes the torso. Yeah, but I just there's nothing you can do to make your penis look better. I guess it's also not just the penis. It's also the legs. Mm. So you could be like, oh, that person has cycling calves. I like cycling. I hate cyclists. <laughs> you know? Um, anyway, so that's a show we should all watch. Yeah. Attraction. Should we speak of watching things go into the segment? Was that funny? No. Okay, sorry. Christina, yeah. it's season two. Yeah. What do you want to accomplish this season? I wanted to start with a polished intro of Hi, I'm Christina. Hi, I'm Ryan. And we're scene partners. And this is season two. Damn <laughs> <laughs> you, JP! Yes. <laughs> That's JP agreeing yeah. with me. Did you hear how smooth that was, though? Yeah, I feel like you oh, and JP I'm planned so that. polished. We did not. Yeah. I feel bold and excited and ready to take on the world and New York City. Yeah. Ryan, we're going to New York City together for two weeks. We're going to New York we're City for two weeks. We're sharing bunk beds. Yeah. 
It's either going to flourish or just the podcast will be <laughs> Could over. Could you imagine after we come back, just, <laughs> just same partners will no longer be recording any episodes. Um, thank you for your listenership and best wishes. Um, That'd be horrible. I know. I'm sorry. No, it, it's we're going to have a blast. And for listeners, sorry, we, that came out of nowhere. Okay, that seemed like a criticism towards <laughs> me. Um, Christine and I decided that we need to go spend two weeks in New York to take a improv, improv class. class at Upright Citizens Brigade, <gasps> yes. which is like the mecca of all improv. I'm so excited. I can't sleep at night. And it's two weeks and it's going to be great. I accidentally told someone I'm moving to New York. That's We were like out lied. for beers and they're like, what's new? And I was like, I'm moving to New York. And they're like, what? I went, no, sorry, just for two weeks. But that's how excited I am. Yeah. That I'm like, maybe we'll never come back. We might not. Which I'm okay with. Yeah. I'm really excited. I'm excited to also share a bunk bed with you. I think... You know I sleep talk, so yeah, that's good. Yeah. yeah. We've been there before. I know. I'm scared. It's going to be great. Don't scare me or attack me. I won't. I do that so rarely. The other night, though, apparently I woke up in the middle of the night and crawled under the bed to try to find the apple I threw under there. There was no apple. Like, I'm so scared of that. Yeah. I don't. That's fair. I'm worried you might attack me. Like what? I don't. The the closest I've gotten to attacking someone is one time I was sharing a room for work with a colleague. That's a mistake. And they woke up and I was standing over them, staring at them, breathing in their I face. don't want that. I'm I can't help it. I'm asleep. This is the thing. Half the mornings we wake up. And Jason is mad at me for something I did in my sleep. He'll be like, Christina, you woke me up screaming about this thing. I'm like, I can't apologize. Uh, I like, I don't remember it. I'm sorry, but I don't remember slapping you in the face <laughs> thinking there's a spider on you. I'm going to be on the top bunk. I'm coming for you. Just please leave me alone. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm so scared. Okay. Can we now do the segment? Was that funny? Yeah. Okay, great. Watch some TV or a movie or listen to a podcast or read a book or a magazine or saw a sign and I thought was a funny. I don't know. Let's talk about it. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Let's also endeavor in season two to just get it a little bit, okay, little bit better. It. <laughs> a little bit I better. thought that was actually legitimately better than most of my songs. Yeah. Also, I've really broadened out what we could talk about. Did you see a sign that you thought was funny? Uh, no. Okay. Do you want to go first? No, you, you go, first. go first. You've been wanting to get to this segment, so please. Okay. Well, I okay. So the same problem I had with season one is I actually don't watch much TV anymore, and I don't say that in like a braggy way. You're bragging. I'm like, I'm just so busy and beyond TV. No, okay. I haven't had time to watch much new stuff. Um. So, but I am watching all of the old James Bond movies, which oh, is hello. Kitty. Okay, well, <laughs> on we're on number five, so we're in the sixties. I think we're in like nineteen sixty-seven, nineteen seventy-one. Maybe who is the bad guy? What's which country is the bad country? Russia. Uh, Russia's been very popular. There was one in the first ones in Jamaica. Mm, Jamaicans. <laughs> Where was the last one? We just watched Thunderball. They're so bad. Yeah. They're really, really bad. And I mean, hopefully they'll get better. But you think that the current ones just have so much misogyny in them. I cannot express how much misogyny there is in the old ones. Yeah. So yeah. that's what I'm watching. Are they funny? You can laugh at them because it's the only way to get through them. But they're the thing, not. Oh, sorry. Go no, ahead. no, go ahead. I was going to say, no, no, no. They're not like comedies. There's Except, some comedic moments. Uh, Austin Powers. I've never seen Austin Powers. You should watch those after. Okay. They're I'll do that. Great. Um, so I haven't been watching much. Yeah, TV. baby. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so glad that <laughs> happened. <laughs> so glad we're back at this. Um, I've been listening to a lot of podcasts because I've been walking a lot slash training in quotation marks for a half marathon, which I'm going to fail miserably. So poorly. I hate running. Um, But I've been listening to two podcasts I really like. One is called Womp It Up, which is an improvised podcast with Jessica St. Clair and Lennon Parnum. 
They're both two excellent improvisers, and they have a guest on every week who's like Jason Manzukis or. It Paul sounds Shiro, like Brian our Husky. podcast. I know because it's in a it's a fully improvised uh, story. So she is Marissa Wampler Wampler, and she is a senior at Marina Del Rey High School. And then she is doing this podcast for her senior project. She's doing senior year for the sixth time. Uh, she keeps failing. She's doing this podcast about her community with her guidance counselor slash teacher slash best friend. And they just like bring someone from the community in quotation marks onto the podcast, interview them. And it is so funny because they've created this ridiculous world for full of ridiculous people. But what if people only have in their lives one improv focused podcast? Okay, then you're not. You should listen to ours and not. <laughs> but okay, the thing is, is that you and I talk about improv, but we don't do much improv on the podcast. True. Which I, this is like they've created a world and the whole thing is just improvised scenes yes about this world they've created oh my god so good um okay jessica st Clair. where do i know that name from she's on a tv show playing house i think i think she's on playing house she's like oh not she's not on house with uh what's (laughs) his face (laughs) she's she plays house I think it's um, a bullet to the She toe. was on a troop. Uh, she's from UCB. Both of them are UCB alums. I don't she recognize does, her. Do you listen to the podcast, How Did This Get Made? This is not an interesting conversation no, for our listeners, okay. but she does a lot of improv. She does comedy bang, bang a lot. Okay. She's on a lot of. I, yeah. Like, I feel she's like part I've, of the improv world. I feel like I've heard her on. Um, comedy bang, bang. No. Improv for Im- humans. Oh, yeah. She's definitely on improv for humans a lot. So that's one of the podcasts I like because they've created a hilarious yes. world and they play their two characters so well. Um, so that's excellent. I listen to it all the time now. And the other one I listen to is called Mega. And I think it has a niche audience, but I laugh hysterically at it. But it is also a fully improvised podcast where it's three uh, improvisers from L.A. who are playing three staff people at a mega church in the United States. And mega churches, for those who don't have like 10,000 members, like they're ridiculous. They're like an economy in and of themselves. Like they have like 600 staff people, shopping malls, coffee shop, whatever. And so they play three staff and then each episode they talk about their like ministries. One of them does Sunday service. One of them does the Uh, youth pastor and one of them is the singles uh, coordinator. And it's all improvised. It's so funny because it's also uh, they don't play it up. Like it's very like base reality is so well established. It's not like they're playing these huge soap opera Mm -hmm. heightened characters of like Grey's Anatomy, but in a mega church, it's like very mundane but if you've ever gone to church or a big church, you will laugh hysterically at it the whole time. I love it. The singles coordinator is clearly in a very unhappy marriage. <laughs> and, I lo- and of course, the youth pastor or the guy who coordinates youth group is from Australia and is like 25. Oh, my goodness. Oh, yeah. God, it's so good. Yeah. Listen to it. That's too. I think that's just too close to home mm. to me. Mm-hmm. Um, so something you might not know about me is when I... Uh, finished high school, I was like, oh, I want to be a writer. Like, I wanted to write a, like a, a TV show. Yeah. And so me and my friends, we started to write uh, a pilot for a show. And our and our and it was a show about a pastor in a small church. Oh, that's so fun. And, and it just was c- kind of be like that docu-comedy, like, office type yeah. of thing. But just like about a... Like a, churches have drama. That's the thing. Like, I feel like church is so funny like all the stuff that happens you need to listen to this podcast then you should because the thing is is that it's not it's exactly what you picture it being like it's not like they're playing over the top storylines it's like storylines that make total sense because they would happen in any church do you say it's improvised it's all improvised that's awesome it's really good so they have the three hosts every week it's the main woman but every episode she starts with like you know i knew i had to get uh, t- a couple men with me because only 1% of the Bible is women. So I can't steer this ship alone. So I have my two co-hosts. They are men. So they are more godly than I am. Like I'm being triggered right now. So don't. <laughs> yeah, you got to <laughs> listen to it. It's so good. And it's new. They only have four episodes out. Okay. So listen to it and then rate and review it. I, mean, I just really want them to succeed. You gave more of a promo to Mega <laughs> than you've ever given to scene partners. I'm sorry. They just seem really sweet. <laughs> yeah. Okay, sorry. So is it funny? Both of those podcasts are hilarious. Okay. Um, And old James Bond movies are misogynist. Yes. Oh, my God. They're so bad. The thing is, is that (laughs) Sean Connery just like looks at someone and and they're like, I hate you. And then she's like, okay, I love you. Okay. So 
I'm going to talk about a cartoon mm-hmm. that is amazing, but that you, I, it's like canceled already. Okay. So <laughs> great. Yeah. It's so good. There's a show called Harvey Birdman, Attorney at Law. <laughs> okay. It is so If it was so good, funny. it wouldn't be canceled. Burn. That's not true. Just Sometimes, saying. remember Gilmore Girls? Okay, it came back. Yeah. Was, and also, it only got canceled because the head writer left. So, yeah, okay. different story. Um, so this was like Stephen Colbert before he got um, the Colbert Report. So like, it's, it's old. It's that old. But it is so good. They have like a... Uh, deal with Hanna Barbera, like the producer of like the Flintstones, the Jetsons, like old cartoons, and they bring in those, and it's like an animated show. And Harvey Birdman is a lawyer, but it's like in this mythical world of like where Fred Flintstone could be a client of his, and he's like, "Oh, I hit a dinosaur on my way here." And this is a cartoon. Yeah. Well, yeah. Obviously, <laughs> it's not like Dan there's, a, there's a live action is Flintstone. It, um, I owned it on VHS. Yeah, uh, Stephen uh, Baldwin, who is Barney. <laughs> I don't know. Was, I don't know. I don't. I didn't know there was, was really a Steve. Bad. Isn't there only an Alec Baldwin? No, he has like seven brothers. I don't know these things. Sorry, the, keep going about the cartoon. Oh, <laughs> Flintstones. I'll just wait. No, you keep no. going. Anyway, <laughs> it's bloody fantastic, and it's so funny. So, you know, the Flintstones movie has 22% on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, it's great. And Rosie O'Donnell was in yeah, it? Yes, she was Betty. Wow. No, it was not uh, Rick Moranis. It was, there was another. I know this, but there's a sequel. Yeah, there was <laughs> another one, and it was a Baldwin. Okay. Sorry, so the cartoon's yeah. good. Um, it was, no, it's not just good. It's so good. Yeah. People should watch Harvey Birdman, Attorney at Law. Would you say they should watch it before or after Baddington 2? Before. All right. Um, I'm also going to say, I watched Say Anything for the first time with John Cusack. Oh my God, it's so good. I own it on DVD. John Cusack is my soulmate. I gave her my pen. No, wait. I gave her my heart and she just gave me a pen. Yeah, it was really good. I didn't know I liked him so much. I thought I actually hated him. Have you ever seen Must Love Dogs? Not comparable to Say Anything, which is a cult classic. No, I've but seen Must it, yeah. Love Dogs is really good. And um, Serendipity. Serendipity. Oh, my goodness. I just thought I hated him. but No, he's great in the old rom-com genre. Yeah, what's he doing now? Okay, but you love Say Anything? Oh, Did yeah. you think the dad was, spoiler alert, embezzling money? Uh, that was like a I didn't know. Twist. Okay, but I thought that scene where he held the stereo above his head, I was like, that's going to make her so horny for him. She didn't even turn around in the bed. She was heartbroken and trying to deal with it. She could have looked at him to say, thanks for this song. It means a lot to us. That's not how the world works. It The preview, like every time I ever heard that movie, it was like. That's like the pinnacle moment. Yeah. yeah, So I thought, oh, they have sex after this. No, they have sex previously in a Subaru by the river. She was cute. Is it, was that what was your first sex? Or you don't have to share this. I take it back. But a Subaru by a river is like, hot uh, damn. So, I wondered <laughs> if people legitimately had sex in cars for the first time. Yeah, I like refuse to like even touch. Like I don't like car stuff. <laughs> Good to know. <laughs> yeah. Just if you're gonna flare with me, don't do it in a car. Anywhere else. <laughs> Anywhere else, I'm ready to go. But a car, I will not be touched. Um. Okay, so what is it called again for the listeners? I totally remember. Harvey Birdman, Attorney at Law. Great. Okay, should we do our next segment? Yeah, we should end this now. Okay, bye. Bye. (laughs) All right. You always do the all right when we come back. Yeah, I get really excited. We're back. We had a break. One day we'll have ads in there for things. And we're like a big podcast with more than 100 listeners. We're just leaving the space for ads. That's going to be great. There are podcasts I listen to that are like, we're now going to take a break. And then it's like a two-second pause. And they're like, and we're back. And I'm like, oh, you just begging for them ads. Okay, this is really exciting. We have a guest with us. Please welcome to the studio, uh, Tavis Maplesden. Thank you. Thanks for coming. Thanks for having me. You're an Ottawa comedian. You've been doing it for four years. Not even close. Not even close, really? No, either either two or six, pretty much. <laughs> okay, okay. I started six years ago, and I've maybe like more like three years ago, I started doing it more often. Okay. You so. run um, a show with me? 
Yes. We go run That's a, right. a weekly show. You know about that? Oh, no. <laughs> Damn it. Yes. The Bureaucracy Centertown Comedy at Bureaucracy, uh, Somerset and Bank. Yeah. Every Thursday night. Every Thursday. I should promo that more. Yeah. That would be a good yeah, cross promo. She me. struggles to promo this podcast. So <laughs> I, this, yeah. It's the first I've ever heard of it. <laughs> I was just walking by the room and I was like, hey, Christine's in there. What the heck? Uh, you also run the like Ottawa Comedy Awards. And roast comedians come together. They roast each other. Did and anybody some roast went, you? Uh, no, which I felt like was the biggest roast of all was That's to not, not get mentioned. You didn't get mentioned. I, at all? I think I got maybe mentioned once, but it was like a compliment. And I was like, "That's so much worse than being picked apart." Yeah. I hope this year. I feel like I'm making an impact. This is my year for someone to be like, "You're a piece of shit." Yeah. Well, I could come and just say yeah. that. I'll do it. Yeah. It's <laughs> Thank no you. I think a lot more people hate you this year, so it's it's good timing I for this. Fingers crossed. <laughs> yeah, you're very new and and liked at the time. I so. know. Yeah. Now I'm older and less liked. Oh, yeah. Spat. I uh, hey, do you want to hear somebody tell jokes about their the same period of their life? Okay, that's hurtful. <laughs> I branch out. I sometimes do late twenties jokes. Thank you. It's either from sixteen to twenty one. Or yeah. my late 20s. Yeah. Uh, that's enough about me. <laughs> Save it for the roast. Uh, Tavis, how'd you get into comedy? Uh, Stand-up, I got into kind of, I, I don't know, I'd never thought about it before. And then my father-in-law actually did it. Um, and he was like, yeah, you, you should try it too. And I was like, okay, how do you sign up? And I signed up and started that. Like, your uh, father, like he was trying it for the first time too? He had done a couple shows here and there. And then he did it on and off for about a year or two after that. That's and, so uh, fun. Yeah, it was weird. I never th even thought about it before. I did a lot of writing, like script writing and stuff like that before that. Like scripts but for other, were you like pitching things? Well, they're unproduced movie scripts. Like the, Those are uh, the best kind. Yeah, those <laughs> are my only kind. <laughs> <laughs> and you're yeah. just sitting on these unproduced, can you like do something with them now? Was it a third Flintstones? Yeah. Do you need yes, a was. lead? <laughs> it was a... Uh, it was a camp-themed one. Camp. <laughs> Rock camp. I don't know. Um, they body. They were mostly actually st stupid weed comedies. Oh, but, okay, uh, yeah. They, they were hot at the time a decade ago. You wanted but, to be uh, the Seth Rogen of Ottawa? Uh, I was going to say the Seth Rogen of Canada, but... Sorry. <laughs> yeah, I, it would be nice, but... Uh, no, yeah, I think uh, that kind of ship sailed a little bit on those scripts. They're still pretty funny. I don't know. I like them. But is this so like fun. a Pineapple Express genre? Uh, yeah, one of them's about dealing weed. It's yeah. pretty funny. I, I'd, I'd, uh, I'd tell you a bit more about it, but I'm afraid it'll get ripped Stop. off. Yeah. Don't, listeners. don't yeah. say it. Off mic, we'll talk about that. <laughs> How did you get into writing? Though, like, So you've always been interested in comedy then. Yeah, yes, you're naturally sure. a funny dude. Thank what you. I mean, don't give him that. No, that's fine. He's right. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so how did you, what's your like comedy roots then? Um, That's a good question. I did a lot of acting when I was younger. My mom was a drama teacher. You 100% so kind of were funny. a child actor, weren't you? Uh, Yeah, well, I was in some commercials and stuff. What? Yeah, I have a giant Ryan was poster. in a commercial too. No, no, it doesn't matter. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah. Which, uh, this was ages ago. Ryan yeah, was, was a couple like months ago. <laughs> really? For what? Ryan, don't be ashamed of it. It was a really great commercial. I played a a rabid, rabid fan for the Grey Cup for TSN. Oh, wow. Cool. I, it was it was a big role. No, there's no lines. <laughs> I just screamed a lot. That's cool. Yeah. yeah. Um, but well, what are some of the products? Someone's got to pretend to like the Grey Cup. Yeah. What are some of the products you've <laughs> advertised? Uh, well, it was like when I was a tiny kid. Uh, I think one of them was CIBC and uh, Peter Pan peanut butter. Do you remember that? <laughs> what was no. Peter Pan peanut butter? Well, it was a brand of peanut butter, Christine. Okay, so okay. I feel like I'm getting uh, sad. I've just never heard of Peter Pan yeah, peanut butter. That, exactly. That's a, it. Hasn't been so around your for a while. commercial went well. I tanked it. I tanked their their whole peanut butter. What was your empire. role? Like, what did you do in the commercial? I played a kid who ate peanut butter. So <laughs> oh I was like three or four at the time. I was I was very much a, a child actor. Could have been I, the next Mary Kay and Ashley Olsen. Yeah, I I know you, you liked a them twin. a lot. Yeah. Yeah, well, I could have done that. Whole, uh, <laughs> That's true. Hello, Haley Lindsay Mills, Lohan. Parent, parent, parent trap. trap. Yeah. yeah, but Lindsay Lohan, I not. I said Haley Mills. You did. I don't uh, know who that I is. I don't. That's the original version. Um, she also played the teacher on the first season of uh, of Say by the Bell. 
Haley Mills. Yeah. I'm not old That's enough. Yeah. I'm so young. Lindsay Lohan. Yeah, I'm young special. too. Cool. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Lindsay Lohan really was special, though. Was she? She was so hot. Have you seen that video of her dancing at in yeah. the Greek islands? Yeah. I have not. Oh, it's, it's worth your, worth <laughs> it's, your time. It's worth the view. <laughs> was it funny? Yes. Okay. So you're our first comedian that we've had on the show that just period. Let's be honest. Yeah, um, I listen to it. Terrible. Like, come on. Terrible guest. Christina, garbage comedian. <laughs> um, David Brennan, I love you. Jennifer, I love you. No, they're all great. Um, I, I actually listened to almost all your... Uh, your episodes last Thank year. Thank you. I'm we really, keep that part we really in, yeah. need that. No, yeah. cut out that. That's so <laughs> awkward. I, I still have to catch up I on a couple. Two of them. Um, but you're the first comedian we've had on that uh, writes jokes for other people. Sometimes, yeah. What is, is that, that right? No one. Ever, no, I don't think done? I've no. never heard of anyone else. Like doing some people it. write songs for Taylor Swift. Don't, yeah. don't give that away. <laughs> what? No, Taylor Swift writes songs for other people. I'm saying some people write them for Taylor Swift. Kelly Clarkson writes them for other people too. Sorry, this is a total. <laughs> I don't this know why episode she would do has that. Really, it's our first episode back. <laughs> We're a little sloppy. Uh, you know who actually writes a lot? Of songs? The guy from the Bee Gees, the, the lead singer uh, Barry Gibb. Barry, holy crap! Barry it's like a Gibb. New JP. He writes songs for other people, and they've just done fabulous. <laughs> Ed Sheeran writes songs for other people. That's because he I looks like How can a... you guys not know that peanut butter brand and you're talking about <laughs> <laughs> as if in real time the Bee Gees are happening right now. Yeah. That's reading some great ones. I would also like to point out that we earlier in this episode do a segment about things we want to do better on the podcast <laughs> and one is like in-depth interviews with yeah. our guests. Let's just let's just <laughs> start this one again. We really should. <laughs> okay, sorry. So what is the what is the different process of writing jokes for yourself versus writing jokes for other people? Or is it easy because you don't write many jokes about yourself more so? Like, um, That's a great question. Thank you. I'm growing. Uh, I actually think that I work better under parameters. So like if you said I to me, I want 10 jokes about carrots. Then you can it write. focuses my mind on stuff. I do want 10 jokes about carrots. I've already got them. I'm so <laughs> it's it's a, that's one of the detective stories, just <laughs> carrot-based. Yeah, it could be, actually. Yeah, let's think about it. Um, no, I, I work best like that. Like, if you were like... Give me... If someone said... So if you know somebody's style... Yeah, yeah, for sure. I, I think I'm all right at writing in other people's voices. But, um, yeah, if, if the parameters are, are there, then it's easy for me. If I just was left to my own devices and he's like, give me... Five minutes of comedy, I don't know what I do. And yeah, because you don't tell many stories. You more tell yeah. like joke, 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 joke. So yeah. that makes sense yeah. to me. But how do you learn someone else's voice? Uh, watch them and Just listen watching to them. them. Yeah. I can kind of hear it in my head a little can bit. Can you do a Christina joke? Uh, do you have 20 minutes? <laughs> All right. <laughs> I am really learning to shorten my yeah. material. Let Thank me think. You I, if I think of something traumatic that happened to me... <laughs> Painted slightly <laughs> whimsically. Yeah, I think so. That's my go-to. Yeah. yeah. Do people come up to you and say, please, like, I'm, I'm, I need a joke written for me? Or do you offer, like, what? Uh, not overly. No, I mean, uh, and I've just, I haven't done all that much writing for other people, but I've given people tags before. Like, you go, hey, uh, that joke would be really cool if you said this. Yeah, 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 at the end of it instead, and sometimes people go, yeah, that's pretty funny, or sometimes they go, that sucks. <laughs> I would never do the that. The first time yeah. I met Tavis was after a show, and I had performed, and he came up to me after and went, hi, you don't know me. I saw you. That was good. You're doing well. Here's a, like, change to your joke. You can either take it or say I'm a jerk. And then you pretty much left. <laughs> I just walked away. Without even giving you the thing? No, you gave it to me, but you're like... <laughs> I want a some. tag or what? You want Lady, it. follow me into this dark alley. So I was like, I think it was because so many people offer feedback after sets that is not useful that I feel like people that are like, this is actually going to be helpful to you have to preface it with take it or not like it's up to you but here's a I, suggestion well, I, I my main problem is i have like a mental defect where i'm like i should probably tell this person this joke that i think like i, I think it would serve the joke better yeah and i, I really can't stop myself from doing it <laughs> even though i'm like i know i shouldn't go up to that person and do it but i'm like hey if you, you should you should say that It'd be i like 30 minutes in between doing a set and getting feedback 
That's oh, my okay. go-to window. 30 minutes, I want people to come out to me. And even if I bomb, to be like, that was This perfect. is why people don't roast you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Wait 30 minutes before you roast, Christina. <laughs> That's all. And there needs to be 30 minutes in between each roast. Yeah. I don't know yeah. if she does this when you guys host your show together, but what? she'll text me after and like she'll want like to di really dissect it mm. and like okay how did this go i don't think this you know i think oh but people laughed yeah i do that for improv more yeah. than stand up I mean, no she doesn't point. do that with me okay. yeah, which yeah. I'm, I'm it's coming glad. yeah, yeah glad you should be thankful for that yeah. improv is more high stakes to me though because you're doing it all on the spot so I, afterwards i have the chance to overthink it where stand up you already have it prepared I overthink so everything. I, I, would, I would think the opposite because improv, it's in the wind, right? Like once you're done, you can't be like, oh, I should have, I, I should have off the top of my head said something else. No, sure, I, I, sure, I, I, I do all that the though. time. I'll oh, like yeah, wake up sure. in the middle of the night being like, oh, this would have been funny. This scene would have been better. But Which is shitty because with stand up, if you think that you get to change it and be like, oh, I just thought of this thing. Like now yeah. I can change that and I'll yeah, go Yeah, true. But it. I mean, you can't change something like you can't change the someone in the crowd yelling something out and you're like, oh, I should have said I know it's so hard though. Yeah, I find I find improv audiences are more forgiving. Um, Me too, because they want you to do well, like they're cheering for you. Yeah, I love stand up it. audiences think you're a piece of shit and want you to like redeem the evening for them. Yeah, because they just got in a fight with their partner outside. That's a great idea. It's <laughs> <laughs> really good. Um, okay, what other questions do we have? Do we have any more questions? What would you offer as advice? This is how we end all of our interviews to someone new to comedy or who wants to try comedy oh man i have a joke that i want to do about that that i just read in my phone the other day i'll tell you the real thing though what would i tell someone um just keep going out and doing it um write new stuff i my, my one pet peeve is people that don't right ever write new stuff and then want different results for the same stuff mm -hmm. um I don't know. Have what I say to everyone when they usually go on stage if I'm hosting is have fun because that's like boiled down to is if you're not having fun then why are you doing it? Then don't bother because someone else would rather be there. I mean, it's not serious. It's not <laughs> too. It, yeah, it sucks for a few minutes if you're like, oh, I, that didn't go well. But then you move on. Yeah. Who cares? Yeah. You learn. Okay. Should we do it, dear Abby? We should. Okay. <laughs> Uh, you're obviously like a highly success successful <laughs> relationship person. Is that right? <laughs> we just can see it on you. So okay. I'm going to read uh, a Dear Abby from 2013. Oh, wow. Yeah. We're going way back. And uh, we would love your advice. Uh, let's do it. Okay, I'm ready. You ready? Yeah. This is, I, I mean, I don't always know who our guest is going to be ahead of time, so I know this is applicable to you, but we'll see. I feel like Tavis and I have very similar lived experiences, so sure. it should be yes, fine. That's right. Yeah, sure. yeah, yeah. Other than our peanut butter differences. I'm happily married with a cute toddler, so yeah. it's fine. Dear Abby, for 17 years I've been using the same hairstylist, quote, Marietta, because she does great cuts and color. She's married to my cousin, quote, Gil, but not Both for Both of those names are real. But not for long. They're divorcing. Gil's mother suggested I find a different stylist, but when I did, I had horrible results. I returned to Marietta, and it took her several appointments to correct my color. Some family members are now furious with me for getting my hair done by someone who is soon to be a relative's ex. I look at it as a business. I like what Marietta does for me. We never discuss the divorce. Family is now demanding an apology, and I don't think I owe one. I haven't been close to any of these people in years. Must I say sorry to distant family and discontinue Marietta's services? Or should I say nothing and continue my professional relationship with her? My roots are beginning to show again. <laughs> so please answer quickly. Snipped in California. Snipped in California. That's also sounding like it could be a circumcision, yeah, but it's hair. Sure. I'm just going to say... This is the easiest Urabi we've ever had. This is the dumbest one <laughs> I think I've like, ever heard. Yeah, of like, obviously you're going to keep your hairstylist, right? Yeah. That, that that letter is a question that is passively aggressively saying like by the, the way I'm keeping yeah. yeah could you imagine if dear Abby says hey drop Marietta this person is gonna say my no my cousin Gil who's a drunk, drunk. by the way <laughs> yeah no I'm sorry Ryan I wish I had more to offer to this I yeah. don't okay so it's just like I've if got, I'm in the what what <laughs> where's the drama oh my is, god I can't believe people have to go through this this is her aunt 
And some people are closer than other people. To their aunt? Yes. I'm I have not. very Which close relationships are... with my aunts. Sure, just say you don't get your hair colored <laughs> by Marietta. So lie? Yeah, yeah, yes. Exactly. Yeah. It's not even a real name. It's in clothes. <laughs> <laughs> just say it is Marietta. Yeah, That's not like, a real oh, I have name. this new stylist, Marietta. Uh, what kind of family is like, where are you getting your hair done? <laughs> yeah, I just like that. It's so aggressive. <laughs> oh, I see this your hair one. looks good again. Mm. Must Marietta. be Marietta. <laughs> That's uh, pretty ridiculous. Um, so you don't think she should apologize? Family is no, now demanding I apologize. No, that makes no sense. Well, it's, that was five years ago, so I think <laughs> <laughs> I think they hopefully For, got over it. Yeah, I mean, also though, here's my this is. You can never go to the same person for 17 years. Something's also wrong with that's seven. That's a long time. That's I don't so go to the long. same hairdresser twice. I know. You're messed up. <laughs> I cut my own hair. So I <laughs> you <laughs> two have no idea. Yeah. I mean, this is the right question for you because you have yeah. very like strong yeah, yeah. relationships with your hairdresser. Yeah. Where do you go? Can you plug them? Or they have a sponsor <laughs> yeah, you here? plug them. No, I've, see, I've been drifting because my girl and I got in a fight. Did you actually just call Sarah your girl? No, no, not Sarah. Oh, sorry, your hairdresser. Was, was it one of these style things? Is she divorcing your friend? I wanted somebody. No, there's no, I don't. My girl and I got in a fight No, no, fight it's not like that. This. She's just a racist. Oh, okay. As long as she's not divorcing no, your friend. No, she's not racist. <laughs> this isn't about Abby anymore. This no, is about like, Ryan. I don't this wanna... has become very real. Yeah. Look. Wait, that, he's not even looking at the Dear Abby. This is a letter he wrote to himself. Let's say You're three. Gil, aren't you? <laughs> you drunk. Uh, I don't think she needs to apologize. I think she should keep seeing her hairdresser. I feel like maybe, do you need to get your hair colored? Own your natural hair color, is my opinion. You ever got that, your hair that was clearly not an option. In the yeah. thing, for sure. No, sure, her roots are beginning to show. I did get my hair colored twice. One time went great. One time they turned to bright orange. Um, and so I do understand whoa, if you whoa, find bright orange, bright orange, I wanted these like fire truck, right? Fire, fire truck, red highlights when I was in grade 10 and then they did it and it turned all orange. What would be the appeal of that? I She's like, like, I'm going to tell this story <laughs> later on. Ooh, this will life. come up yeah. in my comedy. <laughs> uh, I was in grade 10 and fire truck red was in. I used to bleach blonde my hair. Yeah, so shut up. <laughs> when I was, so my first driver's license, I had like white hair. Nice. My best hair was when I had a mullet and I grew out the back because I, I remember seeing the, all these Australian guys. I don't know. And they all had mullets and I thought those looked fantastic. And so I could put my mullet hair in my mouth. That was my mark of That's like, I did no. it. Nice. Yeah. But it was still short on the top? Yeah, yeah. Oh, Ryan. I look, How old are you when you did this? Oh, like in my mid-20s. Oh, my God, I looked it. good. No, you didn't. And when, yeah, my now wife and I started dating, I had a mullet and I was like, see, it worked. And your wife, you that is shocking and, You know, she's it. True. Yeah, at that, that point, you can do anything now. Yeah. What you if don't... you cut it off and she's like, eh, I don't want to see you anymore? Yeah, yeah, I was really in I it, was for, only the in it for the <laughs> <laughs> I can grow back. It just takes me like a year. Just give me a year and a half, babe. Okay. All right. And that's it. <laughs> JP's that's like, this is really bad. Like, Get out. Nice. Tavis, thanks, thanks for, for joining coming. us. Thank I appreciate you for having me. I appreciate that was it. fun. First episode back in studio. Holy. Holy. <laughs> We're going to get better at this, right? Hey, I felt like that was really good. Today's episode was recorded in Ottawa, Ontario at Pop-Up Podcasting, featuring Christina Muehlberger and Ryan Mulligan, recorded by J.P. Davidson, and featuring music by Nikolai Haidless, Mr. Gavin, and Fox Beat Music, all available on SoundCloud. Thanks for listening. <laughs>